0: Hi everybody, welcome to The Shadow Speaks. I am your host, Linda. You may have heard many times over the course of your healing journey to love yourself and to treat yourself with compassion, and it is in your best interest to do so. You may have also asked yourself the question, possibly over and over again, how the heck do I do that? Well, sit back and relax, and I will provide some insight as to how to show yourself compassion without falling into the trap of self-pity. And be sure to listen to the end for a simple exercise that will help you begin the process of extending compassion to yourself and escorting self-pity to the door. Do believe that we all want to love ourselves. Usually, the first step to loving yourself is recognizing that maybe you haven't been so nice to yourself. But in recognizing that, you will find the opening to what needs your loving attention. And how to show yourself loving attention is through compassion. But first, it may do you well to understand the difference between compassion and pity. Because at first glance, they may appear to be very similar. And in the attempt to show yourself love, you may unknowingly get lost in a maze of self-pity, which is a difficult pit to get out of. So, let's clarify. What is compassion? And how is it different from pity? First, compassion is a deep awareness of someone's suffering. Once you are aware of someone's suffering, including your own, you may instinctively take a position of compassion or pity. So what is the difference? With compassion, becoming aware of one's suffering, you have a willingness to be a sacred witness that allows you to be present. I see you. I hear you. I understand. Pity will express a strong feeling of sorrow, but it is more reflective of a disdain for it. Like, oh my God, that's terrible. I feel so bad for you. Or, that must have hurt. You must feel awful. Pity tends to feed into the pain and it will sink pain deeper into suffering. Second distinction. Compassion holds a great desire to help. Not help in a way that is determined to end your suffering. That can be annoying. (laughs) But in a way that is within its ability to assist the sufferer in their time of need. For example, if someone has fallen, compassion would want to help them get up. Maybe pick up their possessions that may have strewn about. Or maybe get them something to tend to a cut and sit with them while they wait for assistance. Pity will relish in the occurrence with no intention of helping. Wow, look at your stuff. It's all over the place. You have a cut on your head, too. It's even bleeding. Boy, you really took a dive. Pity doesn't attempt to help you. Third, compassion sees a person in need, where pity sees a helpless victim. Compassion wants to help because it knows that at some time or another, we all come to a place where we may need help. There is no judgment. Pity sees that person as a victim who really got the short end of the stick, like they have some innate flaw that caused their descent as though pity stands on the higher ground. Fourth and final distinction is, because compassion is the sacred witness, aware of one's suffering and wants to help, treating them as someone in need, they treat them as an equal. Compassion doesn't treat the sufferer as though they are beneath them or inferior. Pity holds the feeling of sorrow, so it tries to distance itself from the sufferer, as if to disassociate themselves with the sorrow. They offer no solutions and no help. They just restate the pain or hurt being experienced. Pity sees a person in need as a helpless victim and looks down on them as though they are superior because fate chose someone else to be the one to suffer and not them. Making the distinction between compassion and pity made such a difference in my life. I've always had jobs where I was of assistance to others, whether it be a caregiver, a counselor, or advisor, and I showed compassion many times, but I never really thought about it. And that is actually the key. Compassion is very intuitive. You really don't need to think about it, but you must. From your heart. The heart will always guide you to be compassionate because your heart's intellect knows it's not advantageous to join the pain or mock it. But showing yourself compassion is much more difficult when you are learning to love yourself unconditionally. Ironically, a caring and giving person will have greater difficulty in showing themselves compassion because it feels selfish. I started this exercise some time ago of mirror talking, not just the typical positive affirmation talks, but full-on motivational talks of encouragement and acknowledgement of everything that I thought was good in me, like acts of kindness, accomplishments, and so on. It was working well. I was able to lift myself up and see the positive side of whatever I was dealing with at the time. Then one day, I was feeling exceptionally heavy. I was down, caught in the inner torment of the downward spiral, feeling worse and worse by the minute. I was feeling bad about working so hard for a good life for those I love, for my future, and still feeling unenthusiastic. And then I was at someone's house with an inner dialogue of self-pity raging on as I went to use the bathroom. And just as I shut the bathroom door, I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. I could see so clearly how my self-talk was weighing me down. I mean literally. My energy was being pulled down. I could see it in my face, my expression, and my posture. I suddenly looked into the mirror and in horror said, what are you doing to yourself? The answer, I was pitying myself. It was so glaring to me because of my daily mirror motivational exercises. I knew what my motivational, validating talks of encouragement looked like. It was quite disturbing when I realized how I was hurting myself with pity and acting as though life was doing it to me. It's like trying to figure out who stole the cookie from the cookie jar, only to look down and see that it is in your own hand. I didn't judge myself, and I quickly changed my dialogue to one of comfort and support. Suddenly, I realized who I was telling my story to, with the negative spin from my self-talk. It was me. But why? I already knew everything I had been through, everything I had accomplished, and every effort that I made. This was the spirit of pity that I was consumed in. I could see it in the mirror. And I never... Wanted to see it again. And remember, the ego is like the pity cheerleader. It'll stand in the background. Yeah, and they did this to you too. And what about that? As you sink deeper and deeper into despair. Let the spirit of compassion be the voice of comfort that you open the door for and allow compassion to be your companion. Remember, there is no benevolent being that would ever sit and ridicule, attack, or judge you. So never do that to yourself. Compassion is what connects you to the stream of divine love. It is the expression of love that Spirit has for you. Be that support to yourself and allow for the stream of divine love to reach you in your time of need. Here is a simple exercise to help you identify the voice of pity and the voice of compassion and how it affects you. Think of an incident that was hurtful to you. Nothing major, maybe something that lingers on your mind. And think about or write a few sentences in the spirit of pity. Having strong feelings of sorrow with no desire to help. Viewing yourself as a helpless victim speaking in a condescending way. Kind of like, no matter how loving you are, you always get used. Things never work out for you. Just accept it. And remember how many times you helped him or her. You're always the one who gets hurt. And then, think about or write a few sentences in the spirit of compassion having a deep awareness of suffering, a genuine desire to help, and seeing yourself as a person in need and as an equal to the healthy you. I see why you may be feeling a bit down. No matter what, you always find a way to lift your spirit. You have overcome so much. Sometimes I wonder how you find the courage, but you always do. I am proud of how you act with integrity no matter what you're up against. It is your greatest strength. Now, do this exercise in the mirror as though you are talking to yourself. Talk to yourself with the voice of pity and then talk to yourself with the voice of compassion. Then look at your face and your body posture and recognize how it makes you feel. Notice the glaring difference in how you are treating yourself. The difference in the two states you are evoking and how you see yourself in that moment. Do you see what you have been doing to yourself? Confusing pity with compassion. You can say the following. I always create official endings to ensure that teaching has come full circle. So you can say the following if it helps. I thank the spirit of pity for being my longtime friend. For walking with me and keeping me company in my suffering. You knew me well. It is time for us to part, for our time together has come to an end. And I must move forward without you. I thank you for your contribution to my growth and will remember this final lesson. Know that we have parted with my full recognition of your role. I bid you farewell. And then, invite compassion to accompany you on your journey. I welcome the spirit of compassion to help me move forward with support and encouragement. You always see the light in me and are my greatest ally. You always serve to help me remember who I am and seek to provide solutions while holding the space for me to be held. I thank you and I welcome you into my life. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I look forward to our next discussion. Many blessings to all.